Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to Daily Daf Differently. I am Rabbi Joel Roth of the Conservative Yeshiva and the Jewish Theological Seminary. And today we are studying Tractate Ta'anit, Daf 28. Near the end of the Mishnayot of this chapter are two Mishnayot, each of which, which lists five things that happened on two of the well-known fast days that it seems to me most of us know about, namely the 17th of Tammuz and the 9th of Av. What I would like to read with you today is the Talmud's discussion of the five things that happened on Shiva Asar B'Tammuz and on the 17th of Tammuz. You will find that on 28b, about two-thirds of the way down the page, the line begins with the word Gomer, followed by two dots. Then follows the words, Chamisha Dvarim Eru'u It is from there that I begin. Each one of the five is about to be discussed. So the Gemara begins by saying, Nishtabru Haluchot. The first thing that we mourn on and fast about on the 17th of Tammuz is that the tablets of the law were broken by Moses on the 17th of Tammuz. The Gemara asks, From where do we know that that happened on the 17th of Tammuz? And please note, the question Minalan always requires a biblical verse to give, to be brought as the answer. Minalan means from where in the Bible do we know this? The answer this his this time is brought through a baraita, the Tanya, as we learned in a baraita. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Bishif Abbo. The baraita says that the Ten Commandments were given to the people of Israel on the sixth of the month of Sivan. Rabbi Yossi says. They were given on the seventh. Man Amar Bishishanitnu, the one who claims that the Ten Commandments were given on the sixth, Bashishanitnu, they were given on the sixth, that is to say, that is the date on which the people of Israel heard God speaking from Mount Sinai, and on the seventh of Sivan, Moses went up the mountain. And the one who claims, Rabbi Yossi, that is to say, that the, the Ten Commandments were actually given on the seventh of Sivan, they were not only given on the seventh of Sivan, but Moses also went up the mountain on that very day. As it is written, Vayikra el Moshe Bayom Hashvi'i. And he called, that is to say, God called to Moses on the seventh day. 
Bayom Hashvi'i, on the seventh day. That means both according to Rabbi Yossi and according to the Tanakama, that calling takes place from God to Moses on the seventh day. Now, how do we know that the seventh day was the seventh day of the month of Sivan? Well, because we know it actually, as is clarified in Masechet Shabbat, from another verse in the book of Shemot that says, In the third month after their exodus from Egypt, On this very day, they came to Mount Sinai. So, in the biblical accounting of months, the third month is the month of Sivan. And Bayom Hazen means on Rosh Chodesh. Therefore, if God called to Moses on the seventh day, that means it was the seventh day since they had arrived there, and that is to say the seventh day of Sivan. Uchtiv, I'm back in the Gemara, Uchtiv, Vayavol Moshe betoche anan, Vayal el hahar, Moses entered into the cloud that was on the mountain and climbed up the mountain. Ken Moses was on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. That is to say, he was on the mountain for a full 40 days. And now we need to understand the mathematics. Asrim desivan. So, there are, there were uh, 24 more days, the 24 days of Sivan that Moses was on the mountain. Sivan always uh, has 30 days, and if you count the 7th as day 1 and the 30th as day, the last day, that means there were 24 days of Sivan that Moses was on the mountain. And 16 days of Tammuz, because 24 and 16 equals 40. So at the end of the 16th day of Tammuz, the 40 days were complete. And since Moses was on the mountain for 40 complete days, I now continue in the Gugamara. B'shivsar b'tamuz. The 40 days were completed at the onset of the 17th of Tammuz. And what happened then? Nachet ata utfarinu la luchot. Moses came down the mountain and broke the luchot. Uchtiv, and it is written, Vayahi kasher karad ala machaneh, vayar ata egel, vayashlech miyadavet ala luchot, vayashaverotam tachet ahar, when he got close to the camp, he saw the golden calf, he threw the luchot down and broke them at the foot of the mountain. Since he came down on the 17th of Tammuz, and immediately upon getting close to the camp, he saw the golden calf and threw down the tablets of the law, we have now proved that the tablets of the law were broken on the 17th of Tammuz. The second thing that the Mishnah lists that we mourn for and fast about on Shivasar Tammuz is Batel HaTamid. Well, if about the broken tablets, the Gemara has a very lengthy explanation. Batel HaTamid means the, the, the offering of the, of the mandatory daily sacrifices ceased. 
either because they couldn't get lambs to offer or because the government forced them to, the, the Roman government forced them to stop. But how do we know that happened on the 17th of, of Tammuz? Gemara. Gemara means it's our tradition. They, we, we have a tradition that it happened on the 17th of Tammuz. There is no other objective, dispassionate way to prove it, but that's what our tradition says. Then, the third thing that the Mishnah lists is that the, that the, the wall was breached in the siege of the city of Jerusalem, Huvka'ah Ha'ir. So the Gemara asks, Huvka'ah Ha'ir Hava? Was the breaching of the wall on the 17th of Tammuz? Vaktiv, isn't there a verse that says, Achoresh HaRavii, that's Tammuz, B'tish'al Achoresh, on the ninth of the month, Vayechazak HaRa'av Ba'ir. And the, the famine in the city became very severe. And immediately thereafter it says, and, and the city was breached. And that seems to mean that it was on the 9th of, of, of Tammuz, not the 17th. Amar Rava, Rava answered by saying, La Kasha, there is no problem. Kan Barishona, the first temple, the time of the first temple, the breach of the walls was on the 9th. Kan Bashniya, but on the 17th, it happened when we're talking about the destruction, the siege and the destruction of the second temple. The Tanya, and we have a Baraita to prove this, Barishona, Huvka'ahir, Betisha, Betamuz. For the first temple, the city was destroyed on the 9th, Bashniya, Beshiva, Asarbo, and on the 2nd, it was on the 17th, implying that for the Mishnah, the destruction of the second temple is the more important one, and that's to be discussed at another time. The next reason that the Mishnah gives for our fasting on the Sivasar Tammuz is Saraf Apostomos et HaTorah, that, that Apostomos burned the Torah. And how do we know this? Gemara, we know it only by tradition. I must tell you that it is absolutely unclear who Apostomos is. We are not definitively certain who that is, there have been several views espoused by different um, uh, uh, scholars. Uh, one view was uh, uh, taking, uh, taking guidance from the book of Josephus about an unnamed Roman soldier who burned the Sefer Torah. Another view is that this was the executioner of uh, Hanina ben Teradion who was wrapped in a Sefer Torah and burned, and that would have been in the year 135 of the Common Era. Other people think that this was uh, Antiochus the Forest uh, Epiphanes, that is to say, who put a, a statue of Zeus in the temple, and that would have been around 168 BCE. And then others even think this was a Syrian procreator whose name was Posthumius, and that would have put it around the year 116 or 117 of the Common Era. But in the final analysis, I must confess to you that we are not really certain who Apostomos was. And then the last thing that the Mishnah says is, If you look back at the Mishnah, you will see a vav there. And he set up a, a, uh, an idol in, in the temple. In the temple. So, taken at face value, it sounds like it is Apostomos who burned the Torah and set up a statue in the temple. There is an attested different version that the, appears in the Mishnah, and even it looked like Rashi had that version, and that it wasn't that 
העמיד, והיא סרה אן איידל, אבל והועמד צלם בהיכל, a completely different act, a temple, a, uh, uh, an idol was set up in the temple. That is to say, not by Apostolos, but by somebody else. And many understand that to be the Judean king Menashe, who set up uh, 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 idols in the temple. But the Gemara now asks, Where do we know that from? A, a quote from the book of Daniel that says, when the Korban Tamid was no longer there, when the Korban Tamid was no longer there, then uh, it, it was the time to put an appalling um, abomination in the temple. <clears throat> that verse links the, the, the termination of the offering of the Korban Tamid with the establishing of, a temp, of, a, of a, an idol in the temple. And that is the biblical proof that the Gemara brings uh, for the fact that as soon as the Korban Tamid could no longer be offered, which was on the 17th of Tammuz, they then put up a statue, an idol, in the temple. Therefore, all of the five things, we have now figured out how we know that they happened on the 17th of Tammuz. A couple of them we could prove with biblical verses, and a few of them we knew only by tradition. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.